It's time now for your journey to better health. We have Dr. Brad Shapiro in with us from Ultimate Health Chiropractic. And, Brad, if you would, our standard disclaimer and our sponsors. Yes, sir. Standard disclaimer. Please understand that we're not trying to treat you over the airwaves. So if you do have a health care concern or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please seek out the health care provider of your choice, whether it's a chiropractor like myself, physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, whatever the case may be, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. Then I want to mention our sponsors. First, we have Abundant Life, Assembly of God Church, right down the road, actually, from this station. Great group of people. That's actually the church that myself and my wife, Melissa, and our son, Jackson, uh, that's where we attend. Uh, it's headed up by Pastor Josh um, Conrad, as well as his wife, Lindsay. Um, great group of people. Uh, we just, you know, of course, we just love our church. Sunday morning services at 1030 a.m. Um, and then also to throw it out there, uh, uh, Pastor Josh is on the show with us the fourth Monday of every month. So the fourth always Monday. Always a lot of fun. Yes, it's always a lot of fun. And he's actually going to join us next Monday. That's the fourth Monday. So make sure you turn it, tune into that while Pastor Josh and I talk about the spiritual side of health. So that's first sponsor. Second sponsor is Unstoppable Church, headed up by Pastor Brad Brinkley and staff. Another great group of people. And they do kind of a rock and roll worship service. And then they're affiliated with a large group called Life Church at Oklahoma. You can reach them at area code 931-649-2909. Again, that's area code 931-649-2909. And I never gave Abundant Life's phone number, so let me give that to you real quick. Abundant Life's number is 931-967-1187. Again, that's area code 931-967-1187. There you go. Uh, we, we always talk a lot about chiropractic, and today I want to change gears. No! Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. How about your life coach hat this morning? Sure. Okay, and I even wrote it down so I would remember because this thought came to me. Yes, sir. Okay, here it is, and then I'll hand it over to you and let you take off with it. Okay. It's all about goal setting. Okay. Set, setting goals. Goal setting equals focus plus guidance. Okay. Okay. There you go. Goal setting. So, so who came up with this? Huh, me. You did? Okay. Me, cool. myself, and I. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Because you're always talking about setting goals. You're always yep. talking about how to get uh, true focus, and you're always talking about God's guidance. Yeah. So I thought it might, might be an interesting topic. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Um I guess to pose the question to you, what 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 were your thoughts when you put this together? Well, no, I, I was just thinking. A, a lot of times, people will will set a goal, mm. and they don't they don't go uh, along with God's guidance or whatever, or don't seek God's guidance. Yeah, and, and they're just sort of walking in the dark. Yes, and they're not getting to that point of meeting that goal. I think, and then the, then they wonder why. No, I think that makes a, you know, a lot of sense. We need um, to say that for the minister next week. Yeah, there we go. Yes, that's perfect. Uh-huh. You know, so setting goals really is key. Um, you know, from a biblical standpoint, you know, that talks about, you know, that we want God, we want God's desires to be our desires, mm-hmm. and in some ways, that's the goals that He has for us. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the scriptures that I've really kind of meditated on a lot lately is raise a child in the way he should go and he'll never depart. People mm-hmm. have heard that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times uh, Christians and non-Christians, they have this perspective that's, that's, that that scripture is talking about, well, I'm going to raise a child in the way he should go. So that means I'm going to make sure they read 10 hours of scripture every day and mm-hmm. say 50 Hail Marys a day. And yeah. 
Um, I'm going to send them to a Christian boarding school, and I'm just going to inundate them with all these things that they should do to make sure I'm raising that child in the way he should go, and then he'll never depart. But what that scripture is really talking more about is raise a child in the way that he or she should go, meaning the way that that God wants them to go. Mm -hmm. So it changes the role of the parent to more of like a facilitator. Mm -hmm. You're just facilitating that child's process of becoming who God wants them to be and fulfilling the purpose that God has for them. So in many ways, you're facilitating that process of helping that child achieve the goals that God has for them Mm -hmm. and the purpose that God has for them. And so that's a process of, of prayer and meditation. And that's the same way that God looks at us as his children. Yes, exactly. Same thing. So, you know, the Lord has uh, goals and a purpose for Jeff Pennington. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a he's got goals and a, and a purpose for Brad Shapiro and for our um, spouses and our families and our kids and, and everybody. Um, and so a lot of it is you want to spend some time in prayer and in the word and uh, uh, you know, having conversations with people that you can trust that really know you, that can kind of let you know what the Lord's showing them in terms of the the goals or the purpose that the Lord has for you, and then once you lock into that, then you just really want to be like a bulldog with a bone <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to hang in there and do it. You've not seen my dogs fight over food. I exactly, know, I know what you're saying. There you go. Yes. Um, so there's an obedience component. Um, you know, hey, Lord, if, if you want me to achieve this goal, how can I be obedient? Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's my role in all this? You know, if you go back to the very beginning, God didn't create us because he wanted our money or our stuff or our good deeds. He created us because he wanted a family. Mm-hmm. And we get to be co-creators with God, mm-hmm. which means there's an obedience component. You know, Lord, what do you want me to do? What's my role in this? Um and so that's, in some ways, that's the guidance piece of this uh, uh, formula that you put together. Mm-hmm. You know, the guidance is kind of letting the Holy Spirit guide you of what your role is in all this. Mm-hmm. You know, what you need to really pray into, um, what goals the Lord has for you, uh, what he really wants you to focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the focus and the guidance go hand in hand. The focus and the guidance go hand in hand. And, and remember, too, that God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So sometimes... The Lord will give you a goal or a purpose that really sounds outrageous to you mm-hmm. or to your peers. Um, that's, and that's, I, when you, that's when people, as human beings, will say, God, are you sure? Yes, exactly. You but, know. you know, the Lord's wisdom is just so much different it than is. our earthly wisdom. And mm-hmm. sometimes that can be hard to, to wrap our minds around. Um, but really, so much of this kind of stuff just comes back to intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have real intimacy with the Lord... You know, that's one of my favorite parts about God is just he does not play games. So you have this scenario where you've got intimacy with the Lord. He's not going to play games with you. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. You know, we can simply ask, you know, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to learn in this situation? Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, what uh, what are the, the goals that you want me to walk out? Um, the Bible says he orders the steps of a righteous man or a righteous woman. You know what? Please order my steps as I achieve the goals that you have for me. Mm-hmm. Um and there's a focus and a guidance component, but I would add to this paper just that intimacy. That yeah. intimacy is so key mm-hmm. um, because if you treat this stuff like a behavior modification program, it's just not the same as real intimacy with the Lord. I mean, for me personally, I want to be like Adam before the fall. Mm-hmm. I want to be like Enoch where I walk with the Lord in the cool of the day. Mm-hmm. That's different than memorizing scriptures or uh, feel like I need to pass some sort of Christian test, mm-hmm. even though I do, I do spend time in the Word. 
I do spend time in prayer. I, you know, I do read scriptures. Um, I think all those things are very, very, very valuable. But there's no substitute for real intimacy and real relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and and the thing is, you know, when you take a look at, at how to pray, uh, and, and we're always taught that it's not our will but God's will. And the, the thing is, um, we have a tendency as human beings sometimes to go up to God with our shopping list. Mm. To okay, that, God, this is what I want. Yes, and you know. Just go ahead and give it to me. I'll be fine. Yes. Until the next prayer in five minutes or whatever. Yes. But the thing is, um, God basically says to us, um, I may not give you what you want, but I will give you what you need. Yes. And I will do it in my way, in my time. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to go along with that? Yes. And if you are, then, then good things can happen. Yeah, and it's, a, it's an amazing adventure. I'm big on the fun factor And that gets of back to the intimacy part, part of it. Yeah, the intimacy. And like I said, I'm big on the fun factor of all this in the sense that a huge percentage of Christians I know, I, I can't really say, seem like they're having much of a good time yeah. walking with the Lord. And so you have this really weird situation for the world you know, that, that's out there that may not be saved or may not know the Lord, that they're thinking, hey, this group of people looks pretty miserable. Why would I want to join that? Some of them look like Walter from Jeff Dunham. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like, are you having yeah. a good time? Will you notify your face? Mm-hmm. You know, but it's uh, – so I'm big on the fun factor because I've never found anything more exciting or more adventurous or uh, more fun than intimacy and walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's going to feed into these goals. Um, but it's, uh, you know, so much of it just always comes back to intimacy. Mm-hmm. I really, whether it's your goals, whether it's uh, uh, your marriage, whether it's whatever, um, so much of it comes back to that intimacy with the Lord. And then he's going to begin to to show you what direction he wants you to go in. He'll provide all the resources. You know, the Lord does, you know, God does not lead his sheep to be slaughtered. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to lead you into a goal or in a direction just to have you uh, get slaughtered. Mm -hmm. You may have some challenges. Yeah. Uh, There will be trials and tribulations. Like the old old country song, he didn't promise us a rose garden, but he'll be there whatever we go through. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, When you really grasp that, you know, the Lord knew you before you were born. He knew you when you were in the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a specific purpose and goal for you to walk out in your life. If you stay in his will and, and in alignment with those goals and those purposes that he has for you, mm-hmm. it's like you're, you know, don't worry about who's got your back because God's got your back and mm-hmm. heaven's army's got your back. Yes, yeah. Um, and it's, he's going to see it through to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have a role to play in that. Uh, you know the focus and the guidance piece. You know you got to stay focused on your your role. You got to be focused on you know what do I need be how do I need to be obedient. Without uh, focus, do you falter? Lots of times you do, and, and even more than focus, I would say that one of the primary things to focus on is peace. You know, mm-hmm. if you have peace, you know Jesus is considered the Prince of Peace. If you have peace about the direction that you're heading in. Even if everything seems crazy and bullets are whizzing past your head and it looks like everything's going to crumble, if you have that peace that goes beyond circumstances, mm-hmm. then you're probably headed in the right direction. If you don't have peace, if there's continue, if there's a continued uh, unsettling in your spirit um, and deep within yourself, then that's probably an indication that you're not on the right track. Mm-hmm. So a good thing to focus on is, you know, how much peace do I really have around this? Um, 
you know, I know everybody's telling me I'm crazy and I know everybody's really upset with me right now, but for some reason I have a deep peace that I'm moving in God's perfect will and I, and I'm doing the things that he wants me to do mm-hmm. or, you know, everything's just great. And I mean, that was, that was me before I got saved Every, mm-hmm. everything on the, on the outside looked like it was going great. And, um, you know, I was the spiritual chiropractor and this and that. And so people could not understand why I would want to become a follower of Christ because I looked like I had it all together mm-hmm. and I was so, you know, appearances why, can be deceiving. Yeah, appearances can be deceiving. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have peace. Yeah. I just did not have peace. Um, and so when I met Jesus, that's when I found the real peace I was looking for. That's mm-hmm. when I found everything I was looking for. But on uh, from outward uh, appearances, it looked like I was heading in a very solid direction and I really had my stuff together and X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But inside, I just didn't have peace. But without, without the peace, what do you have? You don't have much. Yeah. You really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know stories of millionaires and billionaires and famous people and all these circumstances committing suicide or mm-hmm. really being unhappy. And it, there's there's no substitute for peace. And regardless of what happens in this world, it's just it's so temporary. Mm-hmm. The, the peace and the um, fulfillment and the contentment that people are looking for mm-hmm. can only be found through intimacy with the Lord. And then through that intimacy, you get to walk out the goals and the purpose and all these things that he has for mm-hmm. you. I remember, um, I can't remember which millionaire it was, but it was back in the 20s. It may have been J. Paul Getty. I can't remember. But a millionaire from way back in the 20s was interviewed one time. And the interviewer asked him, said, said you obviously have been successful. You have all this money. How much? How many dollars would it take to make you happy? And his response was, how many dollars are there? So yeah. In other words, it's always that, that next dollar or he's not complete. Yeah. And that's an empty shell of an existence right there. Yeah, it is. And that's that's where a lot of people are at. You know, the way we define success from an earthly standard versus mm-hmm. a heavenly standard are just drastically different. Mm-hmm. And that's another part of these goals is you really have to accept the fact that God's ways are higher than our ways. His mm-hmm. thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His wisdom is going to look so different than earthly wisdom in so many instances. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus was a servant leader, um, where for a lot of us, we view leaders as, you know, kicking butt and taking names mm-hmm. and very strong and in your face. And um, But Jesus was, he was very much a servant leader. And that's how he earned the respect of the disciples and mm-hmm. Um, that was the model of leadership that, you know, is, is, is much healthier and much more powerful um, than what the world teaches. Not not every circumstance, but often that's what we're taught. Mm-hmm. My, my late father was a minister for 50 years, and I quote my father all the time like you quote your father. Yeah. So we were both obviously very close to our fathers. Yeah. But, but I remember I was talking to my dad one time uh, about prayer and everything. And my, my dad just taught me this. Dad just taught me one time, and I, I was just a kid when we had the discussion, asked him what prayer was all about. And he said, you know, it's, it's really simple. said, when you get to a certain point that is too much for you, you just sit down. You find you a spot where you can just be one-on-one with God, and you find a spot, and you just say, God, this is too big for me. Yeah. I'm handing, handing it over to you. In your way, in your time, I will accept your answer, period. Yes. And so then what happens is uh, you may not get the answer instantly, but maybe over time you see these various steps taking taking place. And then at different points, you may even have that, that human doubt factor again. You'll say, God, are you sure about this? Yeah. 
But then by the time it all plays out and you get to the end of the challenge and the challenge is taken care of and good things are happening, you look back at the whole thing from beginning to end and you find out that every step he made beginning to end made all the sense in the world. Yes, exactly. You know, but we're, we're human and we, we <laughs> falter sometimes. Well, and we can't see the whole pictures. So yeah. We have to trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's We're the, not all seeing all knowing. No, yeah. he's the alpha and the omega. He's mm-hmm. the beginning and the end. We're just uh, in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Um, it's not all, it's not always clear what's going on or what needs to happen, but that's again why we have to have intimacy with him. That's mm-hmm. why we have to abide in him. Mm-hmm. Um, because he is faithful. Mm-hmm. He is always going to be there for us. He will mm-hmm. not leave us hanging. It may not look the exact way that we would have hoped, mm-hmm. um, but it's going to be what's best in the end. Mm-hmm. And so we really have to trust in that regard. Um, and part of this goal thing too, that I'm sitting here thinking, is one of the things I've learned kind of in my own walk and from I've learned from other pastors is, you know, when God makes us a promise, there's promises in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's promises um, that we'll receive through prayer or prophetically or whatever, or through dreams or visions. Mm-hmm. Um, but when God makes us a promise, we have two jobs at that point, at least two jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, to be obedient. You know, what's our role in that? What do we need to do? Um, and then number two, to be patient. You know, that can be another challenging thing with goals or with promises mm-hmm. is to be patient, to, to allow it to, to fulfill. Mm-hmm. Because uh, part of the patience piece is sometimes it's not like the Lord's going to strike us by lightning. But if we'll be patient, what he has for us is so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the difference between his perfect will for our lives versus his permissive will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes he'll permit things to, yeah, if you want to go ahead and do X, Y, and Z, and if you got ants in your pants, go for it. But if you'll wait and you'll be patient uh, for my perfect will versus my permissive will, what mm-hmm. I'm going to allow you to do right now because you've got ants in your pants, mm-hmm. if you'll wait for my perfect will, which is what will require some patience and a little bit of time, if you wait for that, it's going to be so much more amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ties into goal settings. You know, mm-hmm. he has these perfect goals and this perfect purpose for us that if we'll just focus on being obedient and patient, um, it's amazing what will happen in the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think one thing that we need to be sure to mention and take, and take the time to do it um, we've always mentioned on the program, you've always mentioned that we are body, mind, and spirit. And so people will come in to see you about what they think is a simple physical chiropractic problem. Yes. But then by the time you do your detective work and you see what's going on in their lives with body, mind, and spirit, you find you might find out that they have some problems with lack of focus and lack of goal setting and lack of a plan for their lives, yes. short-term and long-term. When, when you do that, what kind of advice do you give them as far as how to get started with getting their life in order to go forward? You know, it's really just taking a thorough account of what's going on. Um, you know, we've been talking about goals. One of the main things I want to know from a patient is what are your goals? What's the patient's goals? Um, mm-hmm. For some of them, they want better focus. So that can tie into some of our brain-based techniques. That can tie into chiropractic. There's actually supplements that are specific for brain function Mm -hmm. that we can put them on. So maybe they want to have better focus. For other people, maybe they want to lose weight. Um, For other people, maybe they're in pain. But a lot of kind of getting them on the right track and helping them achieve the goals that they have are just having that thorough history and exam and and conversation where we really understand what's going on, where where they currently are, and then where they want to be, what their goals are, mm-hmm. um, and then helping them achieve that. 
Um, and again, we are mind, body, and spirit. We're trying beings. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really try to help them be as healthy as, as possible in all three of those areas. Um, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it just depends. There's discernment with it. You know, the Holy Spirit will give us discernment mm-hmm. of how to approach some of these things. Um, not all of our patients are followers of Christ, and that's okay. I mean, everybody's welcome. I'm, I'm very open and honest about my faith, but mm-hmm. not everybody is, and that's a thousand percent okay. Um, so, you know, we have to use discernment. Some people um, don't want to be preached to, and I, and I can't blame them. That, yeah. was, that was one of the core things I learned when I was doing you know, years of jail ministry. I did jail ministry for about three years. Mm-hmm. And once I stopped preaching to the guys in there and I just started sharing, it made all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'll just share what the Lord's doing in my life. You mm-hmm. know, there's so much power in our testimonies versus preaching at people or beating them over the head with the Bible. Yeah. Um, now, sometimes you got to be very direct and just very honest and you know, whether it's that they have to get their lifestyle together in terms of their diet or they have to get um, more consistent with making their appointments or, you know, hey, if they want to, to see freedom and breakthrough in, in this and this in this or that area, they've got to get more serious about making some changes. Mm-hmm. There is that conversation, too. Mm-hmm. But the Holy Spirit will will offer the, the guidance of what makes sense to say and also what makes sense to not say. Um, sometimes he'll just tell me to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> um, it's not it, easy all the time. It's but. not easy all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's all designed just to help people and mm-hmm. serve people and, and really see them that them live their best life, as the as the sure. phrase goes. Well, and, and one one other thing I want to mention there there's a thing called self self fulfilling prophecy, and and the thing is you can start out your morning with a terrible attitude and say, well, this is going to be a bad day, something bad's going to happen, and you'll unconsciously do things that will bring bad things. Uh, to you, but it also works the other way. If you wake up in the morning and you're focused and you're ready to hit the ground running and you say, you know, today's going to be a good day. Yes. I'm going to make a difference. Yes. Then you'll also take steps to make good things happen. I agree. So body, mind, and spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. There's The power of life and death is in the tongue. It is. So you got to start speaking what you want to see. Mm-hmm. I think most people, regardless of their background or their religion or whatever, can identify with that. That mm-hmm. just the power of life and death is in the tongue. And if you want to see it, you got to start speaking it for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. And if you want to have a great day, start saying, I'm going to have a great day. There it is. Closing comments. Yes, sir. Once again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. We're available five days a week, Monday through Friday. If you'd like to be seen on a Monday or Friday, we can see you at the Winchester office. Or if you'd like to be seen on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, we can see you at the Manchester office. You can reach us at area code 931-967-6308. Again, that's area code 931-967-6308. Also, I want to encourage you to like us on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash ultimatechiropractic. And then last but not least, check out our website. You can go to www.ultimatehealthtn.com. That will give you an idea of who we are, what types of services and products we offer. Uh, You can also click on the UH Podcast tab, which that's where you can hear this show and many other shows, just all designed to help you achieve your ultimate health.